0: On episode 513 of the 40 Plus Fitness Podcast, we discuss how to survive potluck and group meals without blowing your weight loss effort. You can find the full show notes for this episode at 40plusfitnesspodcast.com forward slash 513. Have you decided you're ready to make a change? To reclaim your health and fitness, the 40 Plus Fitness Podcast is here for you. I'm your host, Alan Meisner. I'm an NSAM certified personal trainer with a specialization in corrective exercise and fitness nutrition. Let me be your coach as you find your way on your health and fitness journey. All right, let's go. This episode of the 40 Plus Fitness Podcast is sponsored by Organifi. Organifi is a line of organic superfood blends that offers plant-based nutrition made with high-quality ingredients. Each Organifi blend is science-backed to craft the most effective doses with ingredients that are organic, free of fillers, and contain less than 3 grams of sugar per serving. They won't take you out of ketosis if that's your way of eating. Your body is an amazing organic machine. The food we eat and drink is information for that machine. This includes adaptogens. These are compounds that balance hormones and help you deal with stress in a healthier way. If you're feeling tired, these compounds will give you a boost of energy. If you're stressed, they'll help you return to a natural state of calm. They literally help you adapt to the stress of life. This is why I'm a big fan of Organified Green Juice with essential superfoods and a clinical dose of ashwagandha. It helps reduce stress and support healthy cortisol levels. It mixes well with water or your beverage of choice, and it tastes awesome. This has become my go-to morning ritual. Organifi offers the best-tasting, high-quality superfood beverages without breaking the bank. Each serving costs less than $3. Easy, convenient, and cost-effective. Go to www.organifi.com forward slash 40 plus and use the coupon code 40 plus for 20% off your order. That's O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I. Dot com forward slash four zero plus and use the code forty plus for twenty percent off of any item. We just launched the Crush the Holidays challenge. Even though we've already started, I'm holding the door open just for you if you want in. I'll leave it open for a few more days at crushtheholidays.com. This five-week challenge includes daily videos to encourage and support your efforts to stay the path and not lose ground during the holidays. There's a supportive private Facebook group so you can be around like-minded people. Of course, you'll have me, Coach Allen, to hold you accountable. And there's prizes, including 40-plus fitness swag, Amazon gift cards, some of my favorite health and fitness books, and one participant will win free enrollment in my new program I'm launching in January. Come join the challenge at CrushTheHolidays.com. Instead of losing ground and waiting for New Year's, Join the challenge at CrushTheHolidays.com and crush the holiday with us. Hey, Raz, how are things?
1: Good, Alan. How are you today?
0: I'm doing pretty good. We, uh, we've worked through kind of our first major holiday season uh, here in Panama. Almost, almost. Uh, tomorrow is also a holiday here. Uh, they have three Independence Days in Panama because they, oh, were, wow. they were, they were, they're part of, Sp- they were, their Spanish influence when they were under Spain. As a part of Colombia, and then Colombia got away from Spain, and then with a little bit of assistance from the United States, Panama was broken off from Colombia. So they call it independence from Colombia, and then now uh, they have the third one, which is independence from the United States. Uh, when uh, President uh, Carter gave over the the Panama Canal, we we were occupying the canal zone uh, mm-hmm. for most of the time that canal existed because wait we, we we came down and created the country and dug it but <laughs> you know then the united states pulls out uh, about the time that um, uh carter was in office and uh, so they they also they also do an independence day for that the biggest wow. one they have the biggest one they have is, is is they do spain and then they do colombia those are the big ones uh mm-hmm. but from a uh, a true independence and and, you know their own country and their own revenue and everything Uh, this last one is really where they're now okay you're on your own and and they've done well with the canal they you know they that redeveloped a lot of the areas where the military bases were and so you know pretty cool deal but um so we've had all these holidays and we've had you know different people in and you know some like really different people in and so it's just been kind of this interesting uh moment and uh so and then tammy got sick uh, oh. About that. Uh, just after that, just after the holiday, she got sick. And so now it's like, okay, I have to run the place. I have to check people in. I have to check people out. And it's like, okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh but, but that said, that said, you know, it's, it's, it's nice because it's not like I have to be on 24 seven. Uh, mm-hmm. People understand it's a bed and breakfast and not a, a hotel where you go down to the front desk at three o'clock in the morning and ask for something. So, so far, um, <laughs> but, you know, but it it is kind of a, it, it is a little hectic. Just, you know, check, you know, doing the things you do to run a, a six room bed and breakfast mm-hmm. and do the podcast and do my <laughs> online training and own the gym. So there's, there's a lot of moving parts in my life right now, yeah. but I'm I'm pretty excited about all of it. You know, as we go into this this final season of the year and so yeah and i'm I'm happy uh where Good. we're going but um it's just it's Good. a lot of work but it, we're now yeah. making it and we're actually seeing income from wow. the bed and breakfast which that's is <laughs> so exciting I love yeah. that
1: that's wonderful I'm very happy for you I hope tammy feels better soon but you know that's so exciting to see your bed and breakfast getting right off the ground
0: yeah yeah so we um you know we i, I did the accounting for I'm the accountant uh, too. Okay. So Good. <laughs> and, and the bellboy and the.
1: <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> and sometimes man front many desk. Hats.
0: Sometimes front desk staff and sometimes maintenance and <laughs> so whatever wow. whatever needs to get done, but yeah she um yeah so she had a horrible October because we were right at the beginning you know we start we opened the middle of October and so mm-hmm. we're buying all this food in anticipation of all the people that are checking in the first week of November, and then we had. One room night in October, one night in October, um, oh. and and so you know, but one room, one one night uh, that we had someone booked, and then after that, it's like okay, now we've got bookings, now we've got this, and you know, people coming in and people walking up, like just before yeah. we got on this recording. Um, so it's it's good, it's really good.
1: That's fantastic. I'm so glad to hear that.
0: So how are things up there?
1: Oh, good. I'm in the middle of packing my suitcase, so I'm pretty excited. <laughs> In a few couple of days, I'll be heading down to Pensacola Beach, even though it's not uh, super super hot down there. I'm ex- actually going to be leaving Michigan at our first snow. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so i
1: I'm kind of a little sad that I'm going to miss the first snow, but not that sad. But, so.
0: but you know, the first snow is never the best snow. No, Because no. if it comes and then it warms up that day and then it's slushing, it's gone. You're like, okay, was pretty. Now it's just mm-hmm. black and ugly. <laughs> uh, you know, yeah. it's just, it's just dirty and ugly. And it's like, so we need a, a good freeze coating on the ground and then it sticks and then we're mm. good. That's the kind of snow you want. So you'll come back to that.
1: I'll come back to that probably. Yeah. I think yeah. they're expecting about three inches of snow when I leave. So I need to go find my snow shovel for the kids.
0: <laughs> so yeah. Put them to work. Yeah. Put them to work. Yeah, Got to keep it clean if you want me to come mm-hmm. back. But um, that's right. Yeah I, yeah. I saw Mike was down already down in pace. So mm-hmm. um, yeah. So yeah, I guess you're headed down there, which is nice. Yep. Cool.
1: Yep. He's actually working this week. And then next week we both get to take a vacation. So I'm pretty excited.
0: Yeah, good, good. We'll tell everybody down there we miss them.
1: Absolutely.
0: All right, so let's go ahead and have this conversation about how to deal with these holidays we're taking. Perfect. How to survive potluck group meals without blowing your weight loss effort. Did you know it's eating season? <laughs> yeah, it sure is. As we approach Thanksgiving in the United States, and there's a lot of eating seasons that are coming up, a lot of eating events, I, I might say, uh, as we go into this new year, or this is going towards the new year. Uh, This is eating season. Uh, There's no other way around it. And so where we're going to find ourselves is going to office potlucks, extended family meals, or in my case, uh, there's a group of us friends here in Bocas that are going to get together. Uh, Tammy ordered the turkey. I'm pretty sure I'll be cooking it, which I enjoy doing. I actually really do enjoy uh, cooking a turkey. Um, So I'll be making the turkey And we'll probably be carrying some other things. But otherwise, it's pretty much potluck, which means everybody's going to be bringing different things. And I can pretty much guarantee you that most of the things that are going to be around there, including beer and wine and everything else, are not really going to fit my plan if I want to stay on track of cutting some body weight uh, as I go towards the the upcoming events that I have. So if you're on a weight loss journey right now and you're facing eating season – you need a plan. <laughs> so I'm going to share with you a few of the cool things or things that I think of when I'm looking at an event like this or looking at the season like this and what I'll, I'll do and I hope that you'll do uh, as you go into it. So as we get ready to go into this process, there's a few things that we want to do. Okay, now the first one is, um, do you want to make this a full detour? Uh, do you want to go completely off plan and say, okay, it's fine. I'm, I'm on holiday. It's a holiday. I'm going to a holiday event. I'm going to eat Aunt Martha's cookies. I'm going to do this. I'm going to eat that. And I'm not going to care about it. And if you do, I'm going to say, please enjoy it. Enjoy the crap out of it. Enjoy it. Uh, and we'll talk about that in more detail later. The second one is if you decide you're not going on a full detour, you're going to have to do some planning. And that means you got to know how you're going to approach that and what you're going to be doing and maybe some of your rules. And obviously then with rules, there's structure. So you're going to have to set a structure for how you do things. And there are different ways that you can make these events easier to manage. Uh, And then finally, I want to talk to you about how we can take and make distractions uh, that will keep us from potentially overeating mindlessly. Okay, and so I want to talk about each of those three things uh, if you decide this is not a full detour. But let's, let's talk about the full detour first. Now, most of the time, you're doing these things. Um, they're not just one-off. I mean, they're not just events where you you don't care about the people that are there. Uh, you're either doing this with work colleagues, you're doing this with friends, you're doing this with family, and so these are social connections. And social connections are really, really important. Uh, in the studying of the blue zones, which are the areas where people tend to live the longest, uh, they've noticed a common core component that those individuals have very strong social bonds. If you're going to live a long time, you do that because you've got connection. So realize that these events, these, these, these meals are a part of that social connection. And we see this in a lot of different things, uh, but probably the best way I can articulate it uh, would be in the breaking of bread. You know, we, we break bread with people we're close to, and that's a kind of a symbolic, we're together as a family, we're together as friends, and that's a connection. Now, the other thing to think about as you go into this, because whether you make a full detour or not, is, as I mentioned, if Aunt Martha gets upset if you don't eat her cookies, then are you really ready to go in and and have that conversation? Or if you're on a certain way of eating, uh, let's say you're going low carb and you're there and you're going to spend most of the day explaining to your family how you're not going to have a heart attack. Um, that's not going to be an enjoyable environment. And so sometimes it's not worth going in and having this argument because you're now avoiding 99% of the food that's there. Uh, But if you're ready to do that, then that's cool. But if you want to go on the full detour, you kind of eliminate that because you can have a little bit of all these things. And while you might not be on plan – At least you know you're not on plan and you've made the conscious decision beforehand to do that. So this is not just some random thing. You knew going in, you were going on full detour and you're going to enjoy it. Uh, And then the final bit is when you go on a full detour, now it completely removes all the guilt and all the stress out of all this, at least from a food perspective. Because... You can go in and basically not care uh, what you eat. Uh, you maybe don't even care how how much you eat. Um, so you know those concepts are really important if you want to really enjoy this meal, really enjoy this time. Uh, but pick your battles. You know you can't do this every week, every time, uh, or you're going to you're going to slide. You're going to slide during the season. So I would just say, if you're going to go into eating season, if you're going to go into a, a potluck, particularly. And you're going to just go full bore and make it a detour. Number one, enjoy it. But number two, just realize that, yeah, you are off plan. You're going to have to get back on the road as quickly as you possibly can. This episode of the 40 Plus Fitness Podcast is sponsored by Organifi. Organifi is a line of organic superfood blends that offers plant-based nutrition made with high-quality ingredients. Each Organifi blend is science-backed to craft the most effective doses with ingredients that are organic, free of fillers, and contain less than 3 grams of sugar per serving. In our 24-7, always-on world, going without sleep seems to carry a badge of honor, but that's not how your body sees it. Sleep is when all the wonderful things happen inside your body. Hormones reset, and the healing and restoration happens. You know how much better you feel when you have a good night's sleep. Getting good sleep is a priority for me. That's why I'm a big fan of Organifi Gold Juice. With ingredients like turmeric, reishi mushroom, and ginger, it's designed to support rest, relaxation, recovery, and repair. It's a delicious and nutritious warm golden tea. I use water, but you can also use milk or a milk alternative. This has become a part of my evening wind-down. Organifi offers the best-tasting, high-quality superfood beverages without breaking the bank. Each serving costs less than $3 per day. Easy, convenient, and cost effective. Go to org- www.organifi.com forward slash 40 plus and use the code 40 plus for 20% off your order. That's O R G A N I F I dot com forward slash 40 P L U S and use the code 40 plus for 20% off of any item. Now, let's say you decide, no, I'm not going to make this a full detour, but I might want to do something a little bit different. So maybe a little bit of both, you know, eat your cake and have it too. My my first thing about planning, and this is where we're going to go next, because when you go into one of these events, if you don't have a plan, you're going to struggle because you're going to see foods that you want, you're going to see foods that you just have almost an urge for now that you've seen them and smelled them and tasted or maybe tasted them, now you're going to want more. So as you go in, one of the things to consider is that the food that's there is maybe not always yours. So if you're going to bring the food, if you're part of the structure of bringing food, like for a potluck, bring real food dishes, Okay. Focus on protein and vegetables. And if if you really want to get meticulous about this and do it right, I would encourage you to bring both. As I mentioned earlier, I'm bringing the turkey. I'm also probably going to bring some vegetables. Okay, so I'll bring the turkey. I'll probably bring some vegetables. Uh, I don't think I can get my hands on some cranberry, so I won't be able to make cranberry sauce. But you know, I'm going to go in and make the, the at least the protein and the vegetables, so I have that readily available as a fallback to bulk up my plate, to fill my plate with the foods that I know I can and should eat versus other foods that might be there. I don't want to get myself stuck with what's there because I brought a bad dish, they brought bad dishes, that's all there is. So if you can and you're part of this providing of the food, bring real food dishes you can still make them taste great. People love my ch- my turkey. Um, they may not eat my vegetables, but that's neither here nor there, which brings me up to my next point. Be prepared to bring home leftovers. Uh, a lot of times if you're bringing steamed vegetables, a lot of people are just going to walk right past them. But if you brought steamed vegetables with a side of, say, a cheese sauce that they could pour over it then they might do it. But if they don't, just be prepared realize you might be bringing some of your food back home and that should be totally cool to you. Be prepared for that. Uh, don't get yourself emotionally involved in your dish oh, they didn't like my steamed broccoli. Oh, I wonder why. Uh, You know why. That's not what they eat on a day-to-day basis, and it's not the kind of crazy food they want for the holiday. So it's not going to fit what they want. And so just realize, fine, you had the food you wanted to have, and you had it there, and and that's cool. Now, will you upset a few people? It's possible. And that's why I talked about why you might want to consider this a full detour. But if you want to make it a partial detour, Bring some of your own. Bring your own protein. Bring some of your own vegetables and go that way. Uh, another thing of planning you can do if you just don't want to eat too much or eat too much of that stuff is to eat a little before you go. Okay? So having a small, healthy meal before you get there means you're not going to arrive at what's basically a buffet, uh, potluck, you're not going to arrive there hungry and, and have the tendency to overload your plate. You know they tell you not to shop when you're hungry and I'll tell you not to go to a potluck when you're hungry uh, because you will overeat. You can't help it. And then the final thing I'll say is this, is make sure you're hydrated. So drink plenty of water. Um, make sure you get your electrolytes. Make sure you're hydrated going into it because again, thirst can feel like hunger. And if you go in hungry, you're probably going to overeat. So, Three things I'd say under planning is, if you can and you're part of the food, bring healthier options that are made from real food. That can still be delicious, they can still be great, but make them out of real food. Second is um, to eat before you go, if that makes sense, so that you don't arrive super, super hungry. And then three, make sure you're hydrated. If you'll do those things, you can get through the basis of setting up to go through your potluck without really having a, a hold back. You're, you're in a good position. Now, the second stage of this is to have a structure. So structure basically means that as you go through it, you have kind of a set of rules. And the first rule I'd say is if there's different size plates, because a lot of times you're at a family meeting and, and yeah, they've got multiple sets of plates out, go with the smaller plate. The smaller plate, you fill a smaller plate, uh, you're going to get adequate number of protein, and we're going to talk about that in a minute, adequate n- amount of food, and it's going to be on a smaller plate. It'll feel like you're eating more, okay? Beyond the smaller plate, as you approach the buffet or you approach the potluck, focus on the protein first. I've noticed when I go into a buffet particularly that they tend to put the the salad and vegetables first, and they put the protein on the back. They do that from a cost perspective. They know that if they, you load your plate up with this other stuff, by the time you get to the meat, you're not going to use much of it. And I'm going to tell you to do that completely backwards. And it's not about saving money or costing money. It's a function of the protein is going to serve you better. You're going to be better satiated, uh, and you're going to eat less. So focus on the protein. Now, a few things I'll tell you about that. A portion of protein is about the size of your palm, okay? So getting one or two of those on your plate first is key. Better if it's not souped up in gravy or a whole lot of other stuff, uh, but basically making sure you have two types of, I mean, two, one or two servings of protein. And, and if it's baked, broiled, or grilled, even better. But focus on that first. So in the case of a Thanksgiving thing, go for the turkey. And it can be the dark meat or the light meat, doesn't matter, uh, but go after that first, okay? Then go for vegetables. And look for vegetables, again, that are not in casseroles and all this other creamy stuff, uh, you know, with the little onion stuff on top. Avoid that kind of stuff. Focus on the vegetables that are that are well-prepared. And you, you know them. You see them. So go... For the protein, then the vegetables. And then if you're going to get some of the other stuff, maybe a dessert or maybe a little of this or a little bit of that, just get a little bit. You don't need to load your plate up with a full serving of those things. So if you can take a partial serving, do that. So if you want a little bit of Aunt Martha's cookie, break the cookie in half and have half of it. If you want to go in for some of those creamy things we talked about, the casseroles and this and that and the other, or the, you know, this fruit salad or that, or this dessert or that, this pie, that, get a little piece, take a part of a piece, put that on your plate, and then take your time and savor it. We're going to talk about that in a minute, okay? The second structure to this, or third structure, I guess now, is to eat slow, okay? Eating slow by maybe putting your fork down between each bite, having conversations with people where you're not eating during the conversation or during the talk, can go a long way towards slowing you down and letting your body's natural satiety kick in to a point where you know that you're full. And then you don't necessarily have to feel compelled to eat the whole plate of food. You eat what you want to eat, and then you stop. So if you feel like you're getting full, it's easier to stop. But you have to eat slow to make that happen. Also, during the evening, during the day, whenever, make sure you're drinking water. Okay, yeah, you might have a beer, you might have some wine, you might have something else, but make sure you're also drinking water. That will slow down everything. It'll make you feel fuller. It'll help with the hydration so you won't feel any hungrier and it'll slow down your drinking. So make sure you're drinking plenty of water during this. And then after you do your first round, dump your plate. You're done. Uh, most of us are not going to need a second or third or fourth serving because that's not going to serve us. We got what we needed from the first plate. We got our protein, we got our vegetables, and a little bit of everything else that we wanted to taste, and now we're done. So throw your plate away. So you avoid seconds and more. And then move away from the food. The closer you are to the food, the more likely you're going to be compelled to go again. So move away from the food. Um, if it's particularly if it's food that's going to tempt you. So if you happen to be sitting close to the dessert and that's your thing, you're a sweet tooth, sitting there is not going to help you. It's not going to serve you. As you watch people walking up to that table, it's going to keep your attention on that, and you're eventually going to want to stand up and have some yourself. So move away from the food. This episode of the 40 Plus Fitness Podcast is brought to you by Pushers. If you've listened to the podcast long, I'm sure you know that you can get a great strength workout done just using your body weight, but that often includes movements like the push-up, the full plank, and various yoga poses that put too much stress on your wrists. Ouch! Pushers solves that problem. The ergonomic design of pushers aligns the wrist by lifting the area where the wrist meets the hand and stabilizes an open hand position, creating a straighter line between the bones in the forearm, wrist, and hand. There's a comfortable spring like top surface to absorb shock and deliver feedback to the hands during movement. The shape and the non slip bottom make pushers a great alternative to yoga blocks, and they stack so they can be packed away in your carry-on bag when you're traveling and using body weight, weight work to get your strength training done in your hotel room. I have found I like them for mountain climbers. The non-slip bottom keeps me solid, and the slight elevation puts me in a really nice position, and because I'm not putting stress on my wrists, I can go longer, which makes it quite a great workout. I'm looking forward to trying them on other movements that have my hands on the ground supporting my body weight. Check them out at pushers.com and use the promo code 40plus to get 20% off your order. That's p u s h r s.com. Yes, drop the e and 40plus to get 20% off. No more sore wrists from bodyweight training with Pushers. Go to pushers.com and use discount code 40plus to get 20% off. And that takes us to kind of the final bit of this is use this event, because again, you're with people and you're doing things, use it and find distractions. Okay. So one of the things you can do is as soon as you finish eating, move away from the food and start visiting with people who are also not eating. So if they're past eating and they're moving on, you move on and you go over there and start having conversations with them. Uh, That'll get you away from the food, away from the temptation and keep you a little distracted. Consider other things, like invite someone to go on a short walk with you. There's a study, and I'll share this in the uh, notes uh, for this podcast, that going for short walks after you eat helps moderate your your blood sugar. And so you can just tell someone, it's like, I I read that going for a short walk 10-15 minutes after I eat uh, helps regulate blood sugar. Um, How about we go for a short walk? And they may go with you. Uh, They may say no. But... Try to go for a short walk. That's definitely going to help you. And if someone can go with you, all the better. And then while you're taking that walk, if they decide to go with you, talk about things that both of you enjoy. Try to avoid the such and such has this disease and such and such was in the hospital and those types of things. Talk about things that bring you joy. The new grandchild that's in the family. Uh, the the promotion that someone got. The 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 great you know event that you had last year and how much this one's bigger and better. Talk about things that bring you joy because that's going to give you little shots of dopamine. And dopamine is the exact same neurotransmitter that we get when we eat sweets, when we eat foods that are that are kind of addictive. It's a dopamine hit. We're addicted to dopamine. We're not addicted to the food. So if you can do things that are going to provide the dopamine, uh, you're going to have a much better event, a much better time, and you're going to get your little dopamine hits so you're not missing the dessert nearly as much so do things to distract yourself another great distraction uh, is to do a game or a puzzle Um, you know I I just got a a, a new sponsor. I think they're going to come up in a couple weeks. Um, Well, I guess a few weeks. But they do puzzles. They make puzzles. And I just think that's great to sit down with people and start working on a puzzle. And, you know, you're not so distracted. You can't have a conversation, but you're distracted enough. You're probably not thinking about the the food that's sitting somewhere else in a building. Um, My wife, Tammy, what she likes to do at these events is she'll take... And she'll take money and, like, lottery scratch-off cards and and then other little prizes and things like that, and she'll wrap it up in that plastic wrap, like saran wrap, okay? Here's a little pro tip if you're going to do this uh, when I get done, is cut those into three- or four-foot sections, okay? So when you cut it, they have to keep finding the edge. But anyway, what you do is you take the stuff and you start making a ball. And you roll it all in there. So you'll roll, you put a little bit of prize and you roll it a little bit, then you put maybe a a dollar bill or something, roll it a little bit, put a scratch-off ticket, roll a little bit, and you make this big, big plastic little ball with all these prizes in it. And someone looking at the plastic ball can see there's money in it, there's scratch-off tickets, there's other stuff. So the way the game is played works like this. Okay. One person gets the prize ball and the way I like to do it is we take in the youngest person gets to start with the prize ball first. You give it to the youngest person. And then the person to their immediate left gets two dice. You say go, and the person who has the ball starts to try to find edges to open it up. Now, you can't tear it. You have to actually find a, a true edge to start rolling it off that ball. The person with the dice starts rolling the dice. As soon as the person that rolls the dice gets doubles meaning two of the same, on the dice, um, then the person that's unrolling has to stop. And then you pass it over. The person who was rolling the dice now gets the ball, and the person with the dice passes the dice to their immediate left. And you repeat the process until the ball is finished. And so what's cool about this is people are watching – they're seeing people win prizes. It's kind of a cool thing when someone realizes, okay, dollar bills came out or a $5 bill or a lottery ticket or something like that. And you can decide how much you want to invest in making this kind of a, a, a better game or a, a, like a some more valuable game for the people playing. But everybody starts watching this because it's just kind of exciting to watch someone who's under the time pressure trying to unroll this, this uh, saran wrap, plastic wrap ball uh, to win prizes while someone else is trying to frantically roll doubles uh, because they want the ball next. And so it's kind of a cool dynamic. Uh, Tammy Tammy did those, does those games at mostly at our Christmas parties and things like that. But we, she loves doing that. She loves putting it together. Uh, and it's just a good distraction when the food's done, when you're done with the food, is to kind of start that process of having some distractions, a puzzle, a game, something that's going to keep people energized, something you enjoy. Again, the enjoyment and the joy with people, it gives you the dopamine hit that you would have gotten from sugar and other things that you probably shouldn't be eating if you're trying to stay on plan with your weight loss goals. So we talked about a lot today, but I want to kind of just roll this up into one little thing. You know, when we go into a potluck or a family dinner or a group dinner, when these are not surprises. I mean, we, we almost always know these are coming up. They're on our calendar. We're, sometimes we're traveling to go to, to these things. So when you know it's coming up, then you know to get ready for it. So you have to have the plan. You have to make the decision. Okay, is this going to be a detour or do I need to prepare for something that's coming up on the road? If I need to prepare for something, then yes, it's planning and structure. And then once I'm in it, I need to have the distractions that keep me from going way off kilter if I don't want to go all the way off kilter. And then I need to have the plan to get right back on the road. So if you go into these meals, enjoy them, please. But at the same time, recognize what your goals mean to you, what your commitment to them is, and then make the decision, detour or not. If you make the decision to not detour, you have to have a plan. You have to have structure. Welcome back, Chris.
1: Hey, Alan. Next to summer, the eating season is my favorite season. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it, it is, you know. It, well, one, it's it's when most of us, well, it, it practically it was the only time that I really was able to go out and, and spend some time seeing family. Right. You know, um, I, I was never a big summer vacationer because I, I lived in Pensacola. Um, you know, so going to the beach, I never saw his vacation because that's where I wanted to be. And, mm-hmm. and I didn't have family that lived on the beach. So if I went to the beach, it was typically just well me and mine going to the beach. But, um, you know, during the holidays, it used to be particularly Thanksgiving and early Christmas, we would, drive around and see family. And that was kind of mm-hmm. a Tammy and I's thing. And then, yeah, you go in and it's like, okay, there's food. And what do you want to eat? And, you know, it, I purposefully started doing my, my keto in a seasonal way, mm-hmm. just to kind of accommodate some of that, because it was like, how am I supposed to, you know, go into Christmas with Tammy's family and keep keto? Mm -hmm. and not lose my mind. And so the (laughs) the opportunity to take a detour and say, okay, this is a detour. You know, they're they're having their Christmas dinner at a pizza place. So, I mean, yeah, I can scrape off the top and be that weirdo, or I can just say, okay, I'm gonna eat pizza and
1: Mm -hmm.
0: move on with my life. And Mm -hmm. so, yeah, I I, I learned a lot of strategies as I was going along of just saying, okay, sometimes it's just best to do a detour but I know for a lot of people, you've worked up to a point. You're in ketosis, or you're in this, and you're trying that. It's all working, and mm-hmm. you're just you're just not not necessarily terrified, but you just know. Okay, I'm going to go out of ketosis. I'm going to put on some weight. I'm going to hate the scale. I'm going to hate this, and so I'm going to feel bloated, I'm feel sick, and maybe have a bathroom issue. And, Mm -hmm. and, you know, those things are going to potentially happen if you take this, this detour. So Mm -hmm. uh, I wanted to do this show just to show people that there are ways to, to strategize and structure this so that you, you don't feel like you're a freak. Mm -hmm. You're in the buffet line, like everybody else or in the line with everything else. You might be doing it a little backwards because you're not putting any vegetables on your plate. You're waiting till you get to the proteins and then, um, do a little UE, go back, start at the end of the line, and then start putting vegetables and the other things on there so that you have a, a plan as you go through. Mm-hmm. Uh, or walk down the line front to back and say, Okay, I see all the proteins here at the back. And then I get to the beginning and I'm like, Okay, here's all this. The desserts are over there on the right. I don't want to go on the right. And as soon as I get through with my plate, I walk to the left and I go sit down. I wanted people to have some strategies that where they would feel comfortable that they could go into these situations and not be completely lost.
1: These are really great strategies, especially with the starting with the protein part. You know, I wish I had known this probably about 20 years ago. I was in my 30s and when you we get Halloween and all the delicious candy and yeah. then Thanksgiving, hands down my absolute favorite meal of the year. There's nothing wrong with Thanksgiving and then Christmas. And then you're spending all the time with family. And like you had mentioned in the podcast, people make these family heritage, meaningful dishes that you almost have a guilt trip if you don't try. And every year at this time of year, I would start. My New Year's resolutions with needing to lose 10 or 15 pounds because I enjoyed the eating season a little bit too much. And I never even had these strategies. It never dawned on me to pay a little bit more careful attention until I made running a priority in my life. And I was doing a lot of running and I couldn't. I can't digest this type of food and still maintain a good run. And then now that I'm keto, I really can't digest this food because I've had a couple of times where I've accidentally had too much sugar. I I ordered something and I, just wasn't thinking. And there was so much sugar in it. I was sick for the rest of the night. So I have a pretty fast biofeedback loop. <laughs> <laughs> so so for, for Thanksgiving, no detours for me. And for Christmas, I will definitely take a nibble of my mom's baklava. It's uh, Greek heritage. It's a family dish and quite delicious, but I know not to overindulge because I'll just get sick. But the strategies you put in, pla- in place are just spot on and so helpful for avoiding
0: these extra pounds. Yeah. So, you know, like I'm going to go in and I'll, like a, Tammy knew to volunteer us for the turkey for. Our, f- awesome. our friends. And, you know, we're going to have a big, big get together. And I'll probably also put together some form of vegetable dish. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's warm here, so it won't be heavy. It, it might even be just something like a, like a cucumber and tomato vinaigrette salad kind of thing just to have mm-hmm. something. And sure. then I'll, that'll make up most of my plate is the Turkey and, mm. uh, and I'll be the one that will go for the thigh meat, like, like nobody's business and then, and the skin, and, and I'll, but while I'm cooking the turkey, I'll be eating the giblets, uh, cause mm-hmm. that's my thing, but, mm-hmm. um, you know, cause I get to, cause I bought the turkey, but, uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm cooking it, uh, and no one else wants it anyway. So, but no, I'll, 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 fill my plate 75, 80% with that. And then I'll go around and I'll be listening to people. And if someone's like, seems emotionally invested in their dish, then I'm, I'll try some. Mm-hmm. and you know it, maybe it's a casserole where they did Ritz crackers and the the onion fried onion things and all that mm-hmm. stuff and it's like ah oh, i had some of that that was that actually tasted really really good now i had a tablespoon maybe two but i tried it and i you know sure. i can actually now opine on it of oh you must put something in there other than cream of mushroom soup because I actually <laughs> ran into someone at the grocery store that was looking for that today oh wow uh, so I assume whatever she's cooking is going to have cream of mushroom soup in it yeah um <laughs> <laughs> that casserole if, if if she can get it yeah and so that's, that's cool so I'll mm-hmm. I'll have her casserole but you know it's just a little dab of this a little dab of that so I can taste the different things that people brought and mm-hmm. I can speak to it and then. You know, as I mentioned, as soon as I've finished eating, I'm away from the food. I'm over mm-hmm. by the pool. A friend has a pool he, he cool. had put in. And so, yeah, so I'll just, I'll go over and I'll hang out by the pool, get some sun, you know, maybe <laughs> even go for a walk. I might just say, Hey, I need to go for this walk. And I'll go yeah. for a walk, walk over to the beach and walk on the beach a little bit and then say, Okay, I'll walk back and then converse and do everything else with the pool and with everybody else. But so mine's going to be what I would call a, a partial detour. Mm-hmm. And, and mm-hmm. I will I will probably have some wine uh, just to relax and hang out with friends. And so on Friday after our Thanksgiving, which we have in the United States is on Thursday, and I think that's when we're actually doing this, I, I won't be in ketosis. I, I'm like 75, 80% sure I won't be in ketosis that morning when mm-hmm. I wake up but Mm -hmm. it it doesn't matter. I'll fast half the day if I need to, you know, I'll do an intermittent fast just to kind of kickstart things and maybe do a long walk that morning just to kind of get, you know, some of that glycogen burned out of our muscles and my muscles and my liver, and then say, okay, here I am ready to take on the day uh, and get back into ketosis. If not that Friday, then at least by Saturday.
1: For sure. You know, taking that walk will make you feel so much better. You probably won't even be hungry after eating so many delicious foods. I mean, it's not only physically filling, it's emotionally filling too to enjoy that time with your family and your special meals. So I think that's a a fun thing to do the next day or plan for that the next day. I know that uh, our Thanksgiving, you know, last year, because we were um, in the middle of COVID, we didn't get to visit with our family for Thanksgiving. And so this year we can. And I'm excited to see relatives that I haven't seen in quite a long time. So I imagine that we'll spend a lot of time also after the meal away from extra food and seconds and whatnot, just chatting because it's been so long since we've seen each other. distractions. (laughs) Absolutely. And I love that saran wrap game that you described as well. I think that would be so much fun.
0: Yeah. Tammy loves doing that. And everybody loves it when she walks out with that. And it's like, here's how the game goes. And everybody's like, oh, this is totally cool. And then, you know, they see money fall out of the thing. They're like, uh, yeah, it's two dollars, but I mean, you know. I love it. It's still
1: fun, and what talk about distraction? Yeah. I mean, my goodness, we often do a craft project or something like that, like make Christmas ornaments or something. We've done some unusual things for the holidays, but I like your game idea. That sounds like a lot of fun.
0: Yeah, we we have a new um sponsor coming up. Not on this show. I think this is yeah on this is the twenty second. So no, I think it's starting. Uh, next maybe next week we have a sponsor unidragon that makes these puzzles mm. and they're wooden puzzles and they're gorgeous and oh. the pieces are not cut like standard puzzle pieces. you know the standard puzzle pieces with the the ball in the hole and the that you know you put mm. them together these are totally different some of the oh, pieces wow. are actually in the shapes of little animals oh they're totally cool so yeah catch Great. that if you you know go to the website uh, check out episode, uh, this coming out on November 29th, I believe, and maybe December 6th, check them out, reach out to that. Cause that is, that's really cool. And we do have a discount code 40 plus, if you get a unit uh, 40 plus, and they're giving you 20% off. So while cool. I'm giving them a little bit of extra kudos on this show, only because again, I think their puzzles are just awesome. And, uh, I'm going to bring the puzzle with me when we go up there, uh, to do the thing with the, with everybody. And so when, if there's space and there's time and it makes sense, I'll go get the puzzle and we'll, we'll sit around and, and do the puzzle.
1: (laughs) That sounds like fun too. That sounds great. Well, enjoy your Thanksgiving holiday.
0: Yeah. And, uh, just let folks know that next week, um, Raz is going to be on a vacation, as she mentioned, Yay. down in Pensacola mm-hmm. Beach. I'm I'm envious because I love that place. <laughs> uh, go to Pegleg Pete's and tell him Alan said hello. I will. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yep. And um and then but so what next week on this show there won't really be a hello segment unless I feel like there's just something I want to talk about uh, before we get into the episode. But uh, so Rachel, you enjoy yourself, and we'll Thank talk you. in about two weeks.
1: Thank you. Take care.
0: You too. Next time on the 40 Plus Fitness Podcast, we discuss strategies to get yourself restarted when your weight loss or fitness efforts stall. Until then, have a happy and healthy week.